Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Um, so, yeah, he was more likely that he said something like, Blessed is he who brings forth bread from the earth. Uh, because that is the prayer that all Jewish men throughout the centuries have prayed before they eat bread. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we started looking at how Jewish people have prayed for millennia and how they've built prayer, or more specifically, blessing God for his goodness into every seemingly mundane element of their day. In effect, doing what Paul indicated we should do, and that is to pray without ceasing. So, Mandy, are there any examples of Jesus doing that? Yeah, yeah, there are plenty of examples of that. Um, when um, Jesus prayed, he says, uh, this in Luke twenty four thirty, he said he took the bread and he he blessed it, but he that's actually not quite correct. Uh, one of the things that um, the Jewish people do when they pray is like every time they open their mouths to pray, they start with something like, "Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the Universe." So they're starting off by blessing him, thanking him, mm. loving him, acknowledging him, and giving him the, the, the place of the highest honor. He's the king of the yeah. universe. and um, I guess or, it's blessing him for who he is and not for what he's done as well, which is another sort yeah, of shift. Precisely. So when when Jesus actually took the bread, it was probably what he said was that thanking God um, – you know, the idea of blessing God is to thank him for his provision of the food. We mentioned that last time. It's not to confer um, a holiness or blessing or or something on the item. Okay, so he, he, it wasn't that he blessed the food. We always say that. We, we say, oh, Lord, we thank you for this food. We ask you to bless it to us. Mm, yeah. uh, bless this food, Lord. Do it good to our bodies. And that. There's nothing wrong with that, um, but the, it's not the food that needs to be blessed. We need to bless God for providing the food. Mm. It's a subtle kind of a shift in in the way we think. It's about perspective, though, isn't it? You know, we're, we're our, where our focus lies and our focus should be on God, the provider of the food, not on the food itself. Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we because we we pray, we we come to God and we pray for our needs. Our focus is always on the need. Mm. In, in, in where God said, don't be anxious for all that. So Jesus said, don't be anxious about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, or, or where you're going to live. Um, because God already knows. The focus is supposed to be on trusting Him, on, on Him alone. He's the provider. Uh, so it, it's more likely that, um, Jesus thanked God and blessed Him and then broke the bread mm. and then, and shared it out. Whether it was to his disciples at the um, the last uh, supper, the Passover seder, or whether he was breaking the bread and and, and the fish, and he was feeding the multitude, mm. you know, actually there it says that he lifted them up before uh, before the yeah, crowd right, to yeah. heaven to and do, this is he's acknowledging the might and the greatness of God in in that act alone. Um, so yeah, he, he was more likely that he said something like, "Blessed is he who brings forth bread from the earth." Uh, because that is the prayer that all Jewish men throughout the centuries have prayed before they eat bread. You know, they do that specifically, especially on the Sabbath. Mm. Every every Sabbath, 
they will break the bread and they open with that blessed be God who brings forth bread from the earth. But actually they start off by saying, blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the earth, of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth or who brings forth the fruit of the vine. Mm. That's how they pray all the time. So that's how Jesus would have actually prayed, not just blessing the bread. The, the, the bread was blessed. Yeah, <laughs> they right. had it. It was a blessing. They yeah. had it. Yeah. And so, you know, the, Psalm 24, 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. So with this mind, this was why the rabbis of Jesus' day, and even earlier, they decided that we should enjoy life, and because of that, we bless God. So... This meant that to develop this habit, to make it become a habit so that they would live it, this was a tradition. They established it, and it's a good tradition. So, uh, and they even religious Jews do this to this day. If they uh, wake up in the morning, and, the, and particularly in old days, the rooster would um, wake them up in the morning. And so they would, they would wake up and the first thing they would say would be, blessed is he who's given, the, who's given to the rooster understanding to distinguish between night and day. <laughs> and there's a part of you that goes, really? Seriously? But it's a way of focusing on God the very second mm. your conscious mind you know, starts to function. And then they'd open their eyes and they would say, blessed is he who opens the eyes of the blind. Mm. And then when they would get dressed, they'd say, blessed is he who clothes the naked. And you kind of go, yeah, that's maybe a little bit much, but how else do you pray without ceasing? Mm. That's right. And so what it was, it wasn't, it wasn't this mechanism of being holier than thou or trying to present a pious attitude to the world. That's how it developed by some within the religious mm. leadership of the Jews of Jesus' day, but that wasn't the motivation. And even today, that's not the motivation. They're in the quietness of their own home when they wake up and they're still thanking God for the alarm clock that woke them up, that mm. they're opening the eyes of the blind, that every time they put on a piece of clothing, they're thanking God that he's provided covering for them. So that every moment of their day, and it doesn't matter whether it's waking up, going to sleep, whether it's um, embracing their children, going to work, being able to get into a car, mm. everything becomes this opportunity to thank God and bless him because he's the one who's the giver. And even if mm. something bad happens, they they even thank him for that because he's sovereign and that he's going to use the circumstance, that they're, they're thanking him that they are learning to trust him more, um, thanking him that even as a national people, they're back where they came from after 2,000 years in the diaspora. So the, every single thing is this opportunity to thank God. So they're praying without ceasing, mm. even while they're working, even while they're cooking, <laughs> in every way. And so I guess in all of these kind of lessons, there has to be some kind of a take-home mm. for us, because otherwise it's interesting information, but so what? Yeah. And I think for me personally, because uh, prayer is challenging for me, um, I I can pray, I do pray, but it's not an easy thing. And then I've got to translate that into how do I do it all the time and mm. still live. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's in the little everyday things, even if it's, you know, I thank the Lord that I've got something to drink, you know, thank you, Lord, for the water. I'd die without it. Mm. You know, whether it's the food I eat or getting to see my grandchildren or having a great place to come to work every day mm. and, and this job, you know, which is a privilege. 
I get to work in a Christian environment where I get to talk about the things of God and share it with whoever wants to hear it. I mean, that's a privilege. Mm. Um, so bless God for that. Thank you, Father. What a great privilege that is, and it's only because of his goodness. Mm. So even if it's in the everyday little habits, whether it, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be religious or spiritual, you know, um, with lots of flowery, you know, spiritual sounding words, <laughs> but just natural, normal thankfulness mm. um, to bless him because he's he's so good. Yeah. And I think that uh, saves us from that thought that you, know, oh, you talked about uh, in the previous program, compartmentalizing, which we tend to do. Yeah. We say, well, we've got to go there or do this or, you know, at this time we're going to pray. But it just doing it throughout the day sort of saves that from uh, from taking place. Well, I, c- I mean, there's not, and again, there's nothing wrong. We talk, we, it's a discipline, again, it disciplines to have um, a dedicated time to just sit quietly by yourself and pray. It's actually a really mm. good thing. Yeah. We're taught about having quiet times, you know. Uh, traditions, these are Christian traditions, and there's nothing wrong with them. But then how do you then move out of, that? again, this compartment, like, I've done my duty now, I've prayed, and yeah. I've given my allotted time now, and the rest is for me. But if we're to pray without ceasing, the rest is not for me. Mm. Because it, that's this, attitude that you have, okay, that was for him, now it's for me. But if we're to pray without ceasing, then the rest of it is for him too and for me to bless him and thank him. And, and in that regard, that is how we hallow his name, which is what Jesus said to his disciples when they said, teach us to pray. Mm. And he said, okay, pray like that, this, in this way, and bless him at all times. And, and then when Paul says pray without ceasing, this is how we do that. So there's, we don't have to pray like the Jewish people. But the discipline and the habit that they have embraced in their everyday lives is something we can actually enrich our own lives with. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.